0: I'm Jess. And I'm Amanda. Welcome to Originality
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome. Take a seat, sit back, or continue that workout, or keep on driving. I don't know what you're doing. Um, But we are going to talk about imposter syndrome today. Woo-woo! woo (laughs) woo (laughs) So excited about
1: this one. This is
0: such a fun topic. Not when you're going through it, but when you realize that that is what you're going through. And then you're like, oh, I'm not crazy. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Everyone deals with insecurity. Everyone has those times where we just... Question, why in the world do I have the audacity to do this thing? And it's because, you know, you know
1: what? It's because you can freaking do it and you should. Absolutely. Everybody struggles with self doubt to some extent, varying levels. And I you know when Amanda first messaged about this topic I was like imposter syndrome okay that was like really trendy a couple years ago like I remember seeing a lot of people sharing stuff about it but like I don't know that I feel like super educated on that like I wonder if I need to do like some research on it or whatever and then we like looked up just the literal definition and like a couple TikTok videos and I was like, oh, this is like my everyday lived experience. So I think I'm actually quite the expert. I don't need to do any more research. There's lots to talk about here. I think it's just funny that you
0: were- a Had imposter
1: pe- syndrome about talking about imposter syndrome? Yes,
0: you were a living example of imposter syndrome while trying to shoot it down as an idea, using it to <laughs> shoot the idea down pretty
1: incredible (laughs) yeah yeah it's a little pervasive in my life yeah that'll be fun this is gonna be great just you know vulnerability and we're getting real which is what we're here for we're here one to grow but also to take you along with us as we are healing creatively and we're figuring out what it looks like to do creative work in our everyday life and yeah for me imposter syndrome has been huge I've constantly doubted myself especially as a musician and as a writer which are the things that are probably dearest to my heart and most true to who I am Um, and there's just so much that goes along with that which I think that's why
0: imposter syndrome is so strong because it is targeting those things that are so vulnerable and deeply rooted um, in ourselves, which insecurity is going to attack those the most vigorously. But, it, but it's so funny because it's all in us, right? Like, mm-hmm. this this entire battle is in our heads. Mm, but I would actually say that that's not true. Okay, I'm, I disagree with myself there <laughs> in real time. Because obviously there are a lot of external factors that come to beat us down as well. So it's not just an internal battle, but... At the same time, only you can decide that you are good enough and you're not an imposter. Yeah. And so it takes a lot of self-awareness just to realize that one, you're going through that, and then two, to overcome
1: it. Yeah, and I think if if you have started to self-doubt, if you've started to believe that you're an imposter— it is so easy to find external evidence to back that up, whether that's comparison or putting yourself out there in a way that's—it's almost like self sabotage, putting yourself in an environment or um, putting your creative work out out in a way that I think if you were going down the path of I think I might be a fraud, let me look for evidence for that. I think people almost self sabotage and like contribute to their self doubt and they're and almost make themselves what they're trying not to be. Um, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's just one of like the biggest killers of really brilliant creatives and creativity. And the thing is is at the end of the day like I don't care what like how you value your skill at, I just want to see it. I want to see your creative work. And I can hmm. I can feel that for other people, um, like like yeah, we have grace for other
0: people so much more than we do for ourselves. Absolutely. Imposter syndrome, also called perceived fraudulence. Hmm involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and accomplishments. So even though you could know everything about the subject, have like as much experience as anyone else about the subject, and actually accomplished a lot within that subject, you still feel these feelings of self-doubt and incompetence i think Uh. i i mean personally yes Mm -hmm. i have absolutely experienced this as a musician i grew up in a studio
1: absolutely there's a picture of you that i'm looking at here i'm yeah they're They're like three we're in my studio right now she's got she's got you know the the very professional microphone in front of her and and the earphones on mm-hmm. like she's in a studio. And I have my
0: little blankie with me because I'm three years old yes. and I'm singing and that is for an album that hundreds of people have listened to. Wow! <laughs> because it was my dad's uh, children's album and I and I know like there are kids like in this metroplex who are musicians because of my dad. Yeah. So like I've been recording since since then performing. Mm-hmm. I was also like recording at the ages of. Eight and nine and ten and you know all the way through, yeah, forever. And then it just didn't stop. So like, I have performed in front of the biggest audience. I think I performed in front of like that was in the actual room was like ten thousand people. And then beyond that, I've performed for like forty thousand people at a time through streaming. Sir, like and yeah, like I have, I have done so freaking much. You've written songs and recorded songs and released songs and sung so many hours. Mm -hmm. So I have done so much. I performed shows today. (laughs) Yep. And still, I sit down in the morning and I, you know, start to get to work as an artist. And I'm like, I am just trying to fool myself that this is ever going to get off the ground and yes it's like a very hard industry to be in so Mm -hmm. there there definitely is like a very
1: logical reason yeah if you're looking for rationalization for your imposter syndrome you'll find it Mm -hmm. there's a logical reason to say why things
0: would not work out for me Mm -hmm. um but i that has to be beyond what I am actually capable of doing. I know that I am capable of the job. That is a totally different question than, you know, are the stars going to align? And that's okay. But when it comes to imposter syndrome, I cannot sit here and tell myself that I am not good enough or that I don't know enough or that somehow I'm not equipped. If there's anything that I am equipped for, it is this. Mm -hmm. But... Anyone listening,
1: I'm sure that a lot of you have felt the same. So we just want to talk about it. Yeah, there's no reason that you should not become a successful recording artist any different than the, like the next person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, than, like any any successful recording artist. There's no reason that you can't be just as successful. Mm-hmm. And it is like a matter of like, yes, the stars aligning, but I think also believing that we are worthy of success that, Hmm. um, yes, that we're capable and not not giving in to doubt because doubt's going to come, it's going to knock at our door. Imposter syndrome is going to knock at your door. Yeah,
0: like unless you just are like a, one of those superheroes who don't deal with that. And I know people like that. And like to you, good job. You can skip this episode completely. Yeah,
1: please. Self-doubt's <laughs> not your thing. That's great. Yeah. We're so happy there for you. Are just
0: a group. There's a group of us that we do need to talk about it. So yes. this is the episode for you. Um, but I don't want to talk about my imposter syndrome, to be honest, because I feel like it's that's not valuable for anyone else for us to just say, yeah, Amanda can make it. But I do want to just, like, explore that idea and, like, where yes. does this come from? What can we kind of do to, like, help combat that, you know? Yeah. And even, like, the idea, just to, like, really dive in right off the bat, the idea of imposter syndrome, you know not believing in yourself, feeling personal incompetence despite your education experience and accomplishments, I feel like that can easily define more women than men. Oh my gosh, yes.
1: Not that men don't struggle with self-doubt and not yeah. that personality doesn't play a role because it definitely does. Yeah. And I
0: don't, like, I I almost, I like, I honestly <clears throat> hesitate to say that because I don't like excluding people and I don't want, like...
1: So, and, and we're uh, not, like, we're not the first people to be, like... Oh, yeah. um, to, like, jump at, like, gender stereotypes, I think we tend to be like yeah, most I- gender stereotypes are not true or you're basing it off of personality things that, mm-hmm. like, are not true. actually yeah, accurate. I-, I see what you're saying. But, but I do feel like there is truth to, for some reason, like, men are just because of the gender stereotypes in our culture and how we were raised— Men were just raised to believe that they could and women were raised to doubt their ability.
0: Honestly, it's just true. And I think even us saying it, it sounds a little redundant. It's like we all know this, but like we, I think it is definitely important to just note as we're talking about this specific um, topic of imposter syndrome. It just is going to cater <laughs> it's going to affect women, I think, in a more effective way mm-hmm. because of our upbringing and because of the narrative that we grew up um, generally believing. So it's not that, like, I feel like it once once you say it, it's like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah. you, you just talk about all of the things that um, men have accomplished and somewhat because they had the opportunity more than women. Like, and I think
1: representation representation, a, a role in that as well. Yeah. You definitely saw less female doctors growing up than you did, like male mm-hmm. doctors or, yeah. you know, whatever it was. But I think um, there is just a general sense, especially if you grew up in Christian conservative culture in the South, there's kind of this underlying message that, like, well, women can't be pastors because, you know, because they're women and the Bible says so. So, like, there's kind of this cultural thing where that's, like— you know, women are just—they're their best uses in the home, making babies and cleaning. Yeah. And you really I mean, not, can't. I think
0: that's anywhere. Yeah. I think that's anywhere.
1: And and then you've got you know thousands of years of oppression of women to back that up.
0: Well, the thing is, I think we're going to see more and well, we're going to see less and less of this because. We finally called it out and mm-hmm. are sick of it. But especially, but we're not out of it. We're not out of the weeds yet. Mm-mm. So we're seeing less, but it's still there. You know, for for me growing up, look at the the movies that we were watching. The characters that I really latched on to um, as a kid were like Cinderella, who her entire character was she's looking for more in life. She's like, she has a dream. <laughs> what is that dream?
1: To be a find, housewife.
0: To find a prince and get married. And she can't even do it on her own. She needs a fairy godmother. She le- needs literal magic just to be pretty enough and presentable enough to go meet this prince. And then for him to just fall head over heels, oh my gosh, like, wow, I have to live with this woman. And, you know, does everything. So that's, that's the character that I was like, I want to be her. Um, whereas boy character, like the, the, the characters that um, the boys were watching were Superman who literally They're can heroes. come in and save the day. Spider-Man. Pe- like, these very empowered characters.
1: Yeah. We got the princesses mm-hmm. that, whose goal in life was to... Which, to, like, yeah. the guys were trying to get the girl, too. But then they were also vanquishing the enemy and, like, overcoming all this stuff. And, yeah. and even, Their like... Their
0: narrative was they still got the girl, but then they accomplished all this
1: other great stuff, too. And in and, and the princess... Disney characters, the guy comes in and rescues the girl Mm -hmm. and vanquishes the enemy. Her goal is just to be rescuable. But yeah, I think obviously there were a lot of messages culturally that were communicated to women that they were not capable to stand up for themselves, to fight back, to achieve the things that they wanted to achieve. And I think we had a lot of things that were just generally like messages and like the 90s and early 2000s when we were growing up that were like, believe in yourself and you can follow your dreams or whatever. But all of the self-doubt that comes along with that, like in that process of comparison and how do you go about doing that? And are dreams really valid? Because um, uh, hello, there's like really practical things in life, like paying your bills and getting a secure, stable job. And what really is the point of getting a bachelor's degree or what is, um, you know, are these dreams really attainable? Cause all these other people have also been told to follow their dreams and they have the same dream that I do. And so I think self-doubt is natural. And then when you add on top of it, that is women- there's this subconscious message of you are actually less capable of doing yeah. these things honestly
0: that that is like that's just a real message that women are less capable like that's just somewhere along the line you know you it's just like that picture of a guy saying move over I got this you know yeah. it was like that no one wants to say it out loud but like that that message is still there sometimes
1: you know I feel like in You know, my husband and I have been married almost 10 years. We're coming up on 10 years. And the times when I have burned out or had to quit a job or just struggled the most with insecurity and self-doubt have been the times that I have started to have the most baby fever. (laughs) And John knows this now. When I start Hmm. pushing, I'm like, hey, maybe we should have a baby. He's like... You don't really want to do that right now. You're just you're struggling to really believe in yourself.
0: Oh, so you're looking for another purpose. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I can't do all this.
1: But I could be a mom. I would be I would be such a great mom. And nobody nobody judges moms for staying at home and cleaning their house and you know, sleep.
0: I think you would have a rude awakening for how hard it actually. Oh, it's is. so
1: freaking hard. <laughs> but like, also, I would, I would rather have a strenuous, busy career than be a mom. Oh my gosh, yes, it's so freaking hard. And and on top of that, just like. The hormone changes and the the like the yeah. things that you have to go through physically to be a mom. Oh my gosh, yes, that's a suck. but. But but it's, it's something it's that more, you're forced into. It's something you're forced into, and then it, you're just focused on one thing. You're like, if I can keep myself and this human alive, then and I can it. like get my house clean, then like I'm a success in my life, and I have purpose, and right. and so I think it's more of just like this. Like I know I could do that and be good at that and feel good about that and so when i just want to give up on everything and i really don't believe in myself that that hits real hard and i just wonder how many other women out there have felt that way i wonder that's or like don't so even know that that they feel that way um i think that's a very very honest
0: like very nuanced i think you can only like understand it if you have been in it like that is 'Cause I get it. Like yeah. honestly, I get it. I get it so much. And and I've thought about that too. <laughs> yeah. Like I guess I didn't I didn't think of it in that way. So like when you said it but there is this like it's like an out. It's like, oh, I don't have to be successful if I just have a
1: kid. Yeah. Why? I wonder how many kids are actually like oh my gosh. birthed because women have just given up i feel horrible for having that thought
0: because it's not yeah. it is not that a kid would even keep you from being successful or 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 that it's a replacement of that like it it's is just, the most noble thing
1: you could do but it's a beautiful I, thing but I get it but i get it's it it's filling a sense of purpose when you don't feel like you're good enough at the thing that you're doing to fill a sense of purpose, Gosh. and it and the thing is, is it shouldn't be an either or. You can be a mom and do the thing that you're yeah. like creatively gifted in and be great at. that. Like I have yeah. so many friends that are moms that are also great at creative things, or great at their jobs, or like are great at even like if they're not working, they're they're um like yes, just it, it it's not an either or. It's not like oh, if I have a kid, that means that that'll be my purpose and then I, you know, don't have to do this thing. It's, it's, I would still, if I'm going to be a great mom, then I'm going to still pursue music. I'm still going to pursue writing. I'm still going to pursue podcasting because.
0: But in that moment, I think it's just being smart enough to realize, no, I don't want to be a mom right now. I'm just kind of giving up on my other things. Yeah. I'm just really, really struggling with imposter syndrome. Wow. I really, I honestly wonder how many of our listeners would relate to that. Relate to that. I want to know, is anyone talking about this? I'm sure it's somewhere, but I have never heard that, but I have thought it.
1: Yeah. I i don't know that John and I have really talked about that with other people. It's just been a conversation between us because...
0: Because honestly, it is really personal to like admit that you feel that way and admit what it is. And and to not kind of feel like awful about yeah. it, but that's what we do here at Originality. <laughs> we're we're getting vulnerable. We're honest. Um, wow. <sighs> Again, it's not to say like I think, I, like we would have a rude awakening, and it's not that we think that having a kid would be An any ow, less difficult. Like, it's just something that you know is not going to be taken from like once you well, and I think have the kid it's like you can't give up so it's kind of like giving yourself an ultimatum but it's just not the mm-hmm. ultimatum that's right
1: at yeah that moment absolutely and it, I think it's you know you if you're struggling to feel if you're feeling insecurity because like okay for me um you know where I've really battled in the last six months has been well I quit my job two years ago, mm. and I'm still I'm doing podcasting, but I haven't done as much as I had wanted to do. I hadn't created as much social media content as I wanted to. I haven't gotten my website up. Whatever, mm-hmm. um, like I've made some progress, but I didn't make the progress I thought I would, and I'm not making money I'm not bringing in income outside of supporting my husband and his business I haven't made this profitable yet because it just hasn't felt like the right time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Which so you do
0: a lot for your
1: business like you yes
0: you are a business owner yes. alongside
1: your husband absolutely and we're both where I'm working on shifting how I talk about it mm-hmm. like both in in talking to John about it and talking to other people about it I mean like we're 50 50 on the LLC like we're co-owners yeah and I'm a part of making every major decision whether that be like our pricing hiring firing um and you like, help
0: like you practically yes work for the company
1: yes so. I and I run errands and I, <laughs> so I, errands like and I not, buy things and I yeah. and I I have not I have not given myself credit. enough credit because mm-hmm. I, I, I know I could do more, but I haven't wanted to take on too much of that either because I still want to pursue the creative things. And so maybe there's guilt associated, <laughs> maybe there's some imposter syndrome yeah, associated. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the fact that I, yeah, am a co owner in a business with my husband mm-hmm. and I help him run that. Um, so, yeah, so because I haven't started making money doing the creative thing, I've really struggled with doubt over that. So yeah, so I th- I think it's because I think I project that other people are judging me because I'm not bringing in money from my own career, or my own job, or my creative thing. Like, why are you still pursuing this creative thing? You should just get like a real job and make money and then you can contribute. And or, or you know, maybe I should be just more structured or routine in how I go about my day. Like. Like, basically, when I start to feel like people are going to judge me for not having, like, this is what I do and this is how I make money doing this. And then that's when I start to struggle with, like, well, people won't judge me if I have a kid. Nobody Mm, judges a mom for not making money. Yeah, I think that's where, like, that comes into play is... Yeah, then you have a clear purpose. People people don't second guess that. It's like, yeah, they're a mom. That's so stinking hard. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you know, yeah. you shouldn't be worried about that right now. And it
0: is an amazing thing to achieve. So it is kind of like, okay, well, if I if I just had a kid, then I like I'm hitting the top bar immediately. There's you know? like a sense
1: of accomplishment.
0: Yeah. But but I think that's probably not the reason to have a kid no. so that you
1: feel good about yourself. And I think honestly, <laughs> a lot of moms feel imposter syndrome even in that that they feel like they're not doing it enough or right or like they're not getting enough done or they should be doing more
0: learned from instagram reels it is that
1: yeah it
0: is that so the answer is don't have a kid because you have imposter syndrome because if you do have a kid you're still gonna have imposter syndrome. it'll just be about a new topic
1: Mhm. Um, or don't, yeah. you know, keep your day job or get a day job or quit your job or wh- whatever. Like don't don't base your major life decisions basically on off. your insecurities. Yeah, that's not a good plan. Let's not do that. Unless you think it'll work, then go for it.
0: <laughs> like I'm I'm also just like hey, whatever works for you because like mm-hmm. for me, I feel like a lot of people have full time jobs and mm-hmm. are also musicians and pursue that for me i couldn't have that because it was too safe and secure i yeah. need re- regretfully so i need <laughs> like almost danger like uh-huh. when something the threat the threat yeah i need a threat <laughs> <laughs> in order to really tap into the the urgency of the dream that i have and and maybe that's just because of where i have been mentally for a long time about it maybe it's because of the imposter syndrome like Mm. i don't necessarily want or believe that i can do this so i'm going to not allow myself to do anything else so that i can prove that i can to myself like that could be your story oh my gosh yes um so do whatever you
1: want but yeah. yeah. But like also how much easier would it be if we set ourselves free from that. Exactly. <laughs> if we could. Yeah. And and something, you know, something we were processing earlier when we started talking about this topic, you know, was just I was realizing how much we you know, I was really processing it around singing. I've struggled with imposter syndrome in a number of areas, but mm-hmm. probably the biggest around singing. And it's actually probably the most absurd because I've done so much in that space. Um, and so, but just how much like I know, like in my head, I can sing. Like I have evidence that mm-hmm. to back that up. Like yeah. I really can't like find evidence that I can say, like people have told me that that's it like you can and have had opportunities and yeah like that's there that's real i know that that's reality but in my heart because i have been passed over or rejected and put in these situations where that were just like really toxic um i my heart doesn't believe that my heart is like no i mean i must I don't know why this happened otherwise. I needed a reason for why I was rejected. I need a reason for why I wasn't good enough for this person or this situation or this thing. So it must be that I just, I'm just kidding myself and I can't actually sing. And, and my, that's what my heart has done to justify or rationalize that, that pain, that hurt. And reality is... And and I think probably the distance that I have to go personally in order for my heart to come into alignment with my head on this is actually believing that I can sing and I was just treated really poorly and people were really selfish and people were just stupid and not honest and didn't know how to be honest and they were in a toxic environment just like I was in a toxic environment and they made bad decisions And um, for whatever reason, and for me, for my heart to come in alignment with my head on it, I have to like actually process that anger and grieve that and how sad that is on so many levels.
0: Hmm. So what you're saying is imposter syndrome may not only come from yourself, but it can come from some wounds created by other people maybe childhood wounds or even also adulthood obviously because that's what happened to you so to really search for okay when did this insecurity really start to develop in this way when did I first start to feel ill-equipped yeah because a lot of times kids are don't have that same wall that they hit like if you give a kid paper and crowns, like they're not artists but they they are definitely going to create art like but because they are artists is the thing Mm -hmm. so that stops at some point when did
1: that stop so
0: maybe like the work is really searching for that and wondering Where is this coming from? And then.
1: Yeah. And I think that's different for everyone. And I think, you know, there's so many books that talk about that and point to that, that woundedness that happens around our creativity. But every single human being, you were a creative person.
0: Yeah. And And we are saying this. I am not licensed. I don't know nothing. I just observe and I think a lot. So that is the only purpose of this conversation. Absolutely. Uh, But I just, you know, like I just, I love talking about it because I do. Um, think a lot of people can relate. And yeah. the more we talk about it, the more we can like have freedom from
1: it. Well, and I think we've we've also had to fight to overcome this. So I think we're experts in our own right and our own experience.
0: Yeah. Again, yeah. me Invalidating myself.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, uh, well, there's some imposter syndrome. So this is
0: really, it's not us talking about imposter syndrome. This is an episode of us Experiencing just... Experiencing it in real time. Being an example so that you can see what it looks like and then go from there. <laughs> That's
1: what it is. But yeah, I mean, we, we really can't, we have we have a lot to say on this topic. I'm an expert. <laughs> So if you're listening to this and you've doubted, are you a creative person? Is your creative expression worthy of time and attention? Are you good enough to create and share that? Um, We're here to say yes. 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 You are. You are. And the the things that come up, the, the woundings, the memories, the beliefs that are coming up in that moment to tell you differently like go after that track that down like m- mourn it like grieve it
0: journal grab, it out grab a butterfly net and run into your brain and say wherever you are i'm gonna come catch you
1: and then catch it release it um get it out of there set yourself free yeah all right well that's it for today Thank you for joining us for this very special episode of Originality Podcast. Uh, So you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Those mean a ton to us. You can rate us on Spotify if that's where you listen. If you want to follow along and see some of the Instagram content we're creating, follow at Originality Podcast, or you can follow me at Just Loves Personality. I'm Amanda Victoria Foster on
0: Instagram. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And we will close out with our quote from C.S. Lewis.
1: No man who bothers about originality will ever be original.
0: Whereas if he simply tries to tell the truth, he will be
1: original without ever having noticed. Until next time.